Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I'm Silver. Daniel Graham, deeply religious, had gone into the West years before to establish a small community where men and women might live in true peace. He had founded such a place on a vast acreage outside Frontier Town and had returned to lead his friends and neighbors back to the place of which they had dreamed and for which they had prayed. Now on the eve before their departure westward, a group of the men came to Daniel Graham's home. His wife, Laura, answered... Why, good evening. This is a surprise. Daniel! Oh, come in, come in, do come in. Howdy, Miss Graham. Is something the matter? You seem ill at ease. What is it, Otto? Otto Brandoff, tall, blonde, and rosy-cheeked, but rugged, stepped from the inarticulate group and spoke. Daniel, you know we are with you in whatever you do. The years that you've spent in the West, the work you've done for us... That we do not forget. 
When you start like that, Otto, I know you'll soon use the word but. So tell me, but what? Well, but we think you might change your mind about the matter of carrying weapons on our journey. Oh, that again. You fear Indians and outlaws and these other so-called bad people you read about. That's right, Daniel. Then I can only say what I said before. Heaven will protect us on our journey. We will not tempt actions against us by using the tools of destruction. But, Daniel, you said we would carry rifles. We shall. Because I know there may be times when we shall use them to acquire the food we need. Our ammunition will be distributed, however, only when such an emergency arises. <coughs> yes, Laura? You'll pardon me. I want merely to add that in all the time you spent in the territory around Frontier Town, not once did you need the protection of weapons. That is true. Otto, brothers, peace brings peace. Though we shall proceed as we planned. I shall be custodian of our ammunition until such time as food makes it. The Lone Ranger and Tonto had pitched their camp beside a rapid at the base of a rugged cliff. The raging water swept wildly over jagged rocks, then leaped into space a half mile downstream in a thundering waterfall. It was shortly after daybreak. The masked man and his Indian companion were preparing to break camp and head westward to Frontier Town. The crash of a small boulder directed their eyes upward in time to see a man stagger back toward the edge of the cliff and hurtle downward. Look, Kimasabi. A man falling. Him falling in deep water. He's not dead, Toto. He's struggling. Water pass, sweeping over falls. Not if we can help it. Steady, Silver. Easy. What to do, Kimasabi? We're going to save him. You go plenty fast. Water carry him on. The Lone Ranger leaped into his saddle and with the same motion grabbed his lariat from the pommel. The giant stallion charged forward and headed toward the churning waters. In the middle of the stream, the magnificent white horse headed toward the floundering man, now being whirled forward by the rushing torrent. Steady, big fella. Here's where we make our try. The lone ranger with water eddying around his knees rose tall in the saddle, then whirled his rope far forward, and in a perfect arc, the circle of rope descended over the man's head, then dropped downward. The lone ranger drew it taut about the shoulders of the man and held tightly. That's it, Silver. We made it. He's saved. Steady now while we haul him back and get him to shore. man's injuries were many and painful, and it was an hour before the Lone Ranger and Tonto had treated his wounds and placed a splint on a broken bone. When the man regained consciousness, they learned that his name was Hugh Shortell. There was a look of horror in his eyes as he recalled something and beckoned the Lone Ranger to place an ear close to his lips. His words came through labored gasps. You were a mask, but I must trust you. I must trust anyone to save him. Save? Save whom? Wagon train. Indians at Great Rock Pass. They're going to ambush. You hear that, Toto? Mm. Indians are going to attack a wagon train at Great Rock Pass. Yeah. Blackfoot Pete, he leads them. Blackfoot Pete, him half-breed and him very bad hombre. They'll kill everyone. Them's orders. Orders? To massacre everyone? Yeah, yeah. Finley, Finley wanted to steal property from the trade leader, Graham. He, he tried to kill me when I said no. Did Finley push you off the cliff? Yeah, but, but don't wait. Go. Leave me. The wagons are due at the pass early afternoon. You gotta save them. Ray Rock Pass. Plenty long ride, Kimasabi. All right, there, Taro. You stay here and look after this man. No, no. They need help. You go to them, both of you. But you need care. No, I'm strong enough. You, you just leave some food and water near me. I'll be here when you return. You're right, Shortell. 
We'll leave you here with provisions and water, and we'll be back. Come on, Toto. We're going to Grey Rock Pass. Uh-huh. One silver. Fast to me, Meanwhile, some distance to the east, ten covered wagons prepared to take the trail once more. The pioneers were headed by Daniel Graham and his wife, Laura. Daniel had gone west years before to work and acquire the land beyond Frontier Town, where he was now leading them. As he started to climb into his seat in the lead wagon, Otto Brandoff came to him, a worried look on his face. What is it, Brother Otto? You look troubled. Yeah, but it is the other men who are more so. It is about the journey ahead, Daniel. They're still in fear of Indians. Yeah, that is what it is. Otto, our journey is heaven-blessed. We have come this far without trial or hardship, have we not? The men realize this, Daniel. Still, they would feel better if you'd provide a few rounds of ammunition for the guns they carry. No, that I shall not do. All men are brothers. It is not for us to raise a hand against any man. We must travel in peace without fear. Daniel... Perhaps if you gave them a few rounds of shells, their fears might be eased. No, Laura. Their ammunition must be faith alone. Tell them that, Otto. Yeah, Daniel. As you say. I know this country well. We are but two days from Frontier Town. After we get through Grey Rock Pass, the rest of our journey will be easy. We stop at Grey Rock Pass today? At a stream a few miles beyond the pass. I will talk to the group at that point. Go now. Tell the men we have not to fear. Sure, Daniel. I do that. Daniel, we do have ammunition for emergency. Plenty for game and fowl, Laura. But none to fight our fellow men. We shall be going, then. Of course, at once. Let me help you up. Ready? Go! Get up. Come on, get up. See that, Noah. In this mail. Get up. Oh, Laura, we'll soon be in our earthly promised land. Wait till you see it. It's an Eden. Oh, it will be good to see Bart Fidley again. I've advised him of our coming. He'll be waiting for us. Bart Finley was waiting for the pioneers, but not in Frontier Town, nor as their protector. Deep in the thicket above Grey Rock Pass, the heavy, dark, and glowering man talked to the half-breed Blackfoot Pete. I don't want those engines of yours to see me, Pete. Get back to them. You're all set? Them plenty hard handle, Bart. Them want plenty scalp today. I promise you, you'll, you'll see plenty of them. <laughs> Brother Graham will have a surprise. Brother Graham. <laughs> Pete, can you imagine an outfit traveling this country without arms because their leader loves peace? Just make sure that he nor any of his party get away. You no worry about that. You kill Graham. Get property you mine for him, huh? Yeah. Serves him right for being a fool. Why you kill hundred people for one man's property? Because he put it in their name, that's why. I got papers all fixed to show he gave it to me. If any of them were alive, they might claim it. Bart. Me could use more gold. Eh? What do you mean? You not have to split with Shortel now. Oh. Oh, that's it. I see. No, I don't, Pete. 
So I guess I can arrange to let you have a little more gold. Good. <laughs> Me get engines so they want plenty skilled now. <laughs> you should have seen Shortell when I pushed him. He looked like a busted ego heading for a bath. Imagine him saying it wasn't human to do what we're doing. Why, that white liquor. The Lone Ranger and Tonto reached the hills above Gray Rock Pass shortly before high noon. Who's it? Who's it? Look, Tonto. Top of the ridge. Ah, me see. Two Indians in war paint. And scouting. Look down below, among the trees. More Indians. Shortell was right, Tonto. We must ride quick, stop wagons, get help. Intercepting them and turning them back is the important thing now. We have to ride along the back trail or we'd be seen. You've been seen. Up with those arms, both of you. That's it, keep them there. Man, you can't do this. There are Indians down at the pass, ready to attack white settlers. Where the... Forget about them. Keep your arms high. You mean you let Indians kill white men? He does, Toto. This must be Finley, the man Shortell told us about. Shortell? How could he? Shortell didn't die when you pushed him off the cliff, Finley. That's why we're here. He told us everything. Eh? He didn't die. Well, you're going to die in just a very few minutes. I'll hunt Shortell down later. What do you intend to do, Finley? Right now, I'm having you throw your guns here in front of me. Then I'll show you a new way to die. A good one. <laughs> Come on, keep those arms up and walk your horses over this way. Slow. No tricks. Come, Scout. Standing to the side of the trail near the underbrush, Bart Finley kept his gun pointing at the two riders. Lower your fingers as much as an inch and I'll drill you. Responding to the knee pressure of the Lone Ranger and Tonto, the two horses filed to where the alert Finley stood. Silver passed him slowly. I'll take your gun from your holster as you pass. Then suddenly the great white stallion swerved and his rear hoofs raised into the air, kicking the gun from the startled Finley's hand into an arc above his head. At the same instant, Tonto dived forward from his horse, landing on the man's shoulder, crashing him to the ground. Easy, Silver. Steady. Nice work, Silver. Steady, boy. All right, Tonto. Let him up. You're covered, Finley. Get your hands up. I'll take his gun, Tonto. He must have Look to east. Covered wagons. Ah. It's a wagon train, Toto. We can't wait here. We must get to them at once. Finley, get up there into the saddle. What? You heard me. You're coming with us. No matter how this game turns out, Finley, you're going to lose. I said get up there. What friend say, Finley? That's it. Said easy, Silver. I'll have my gun in your back, so don't try anything. Silver, it'll be twice as hard, but you can do it. Let's go, big fella. Get off. What? Finley! The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue our story. Back in the hills overlooking Grey Rock Pass, Blackfoot Pete had left Bart Finley and returned to the spot where his Indian killers had gathered in greatest numbers. Hiding in the hills since the evening before, the Red Men and Blackfoot Pete's band, the worst of many tribes, had been working themselves into a state of warlike frenzy. One of the many bands, more restless than the others, sent their spokesman, Grey Moon, to talk to Blackfoot Pete. Oh, uh, Pete, what do you want, Grey Moon? Tawa, Minui, color. Stop. Minui. Speak white man's words. Me not know words your tribe speaks. So? What do you make say? Brave say. When come wagon? Soon. Plenty soon. Scouts keep watch. They say spirit high now. Wagon not come soon. Spirit die. Who's big chief now? You. You big chief. Then do as chief say. Go. But wait. Stay here. Wolf, what you know? You bring word? Wagon stop other side of pass. Museum. Stop. How far other side? Two, three mile maybe. It not good. Uh, so, not good. What are you talking about, Wolf? Wagon stop. Why wagon stop? Riders from hills meet wagon. Make them stop. Riders from here? Who? One Indian. Not know who. Other two make ride on same horse. Big white horse. Man with mask on face. Other just man. Big. Dark. What's this? That sound like... Oh. No, can't be. You know who? Gray Moon. Wolf. Go back to men. Tell them mount horses. Uh, we attack uh, soon. Me leave here a few minutes. See if man is where me leave him. Not, me come back, give quick signal. Wagon's not in pass. Why signal now? If Finley not where me leave, and we not wait for wagons to come to pass, we go to them. Uh, good. We give word. Go then. Have men ready. Man in white mask and white horse. Ninja with him. Me one. Spread out along the trail, the slowing caravan of covered wagons neared Grey Rock Pass. And the strange sight of three men riding toward them on two horses caused Daniel Graham to give the signal, which passed from wagon one wagon to another, brought the creaking line to a sudden halt. Wagons, ho! Who? 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 Otto! Otto Brandhoff! Get some men up here! Daniel, one of those men is masked and the other is an Indian. Oh, Daniel. As the Lone Ranger and Tonto rode up to the lead wagon, Daniel let out a cry of recognition. Finley! Bart Finley! What brings you here? Easy, steady, Silver. Are you Daniel Graham? Yes, but what? Brother Daniel, these men have made me a prisoner. They're planning to rob you of your property and money. That's enough, Finley. Graham, this man is telling you what he planned himself. That doesn't matter now. You've got to turn back at once. Here we are, Daniel. What is it? There are Indians ahead at Grey Rock Pass, ready to ambush you. You must turn back. Is this so? Daniel, he lies. You keep still, Finley. This man, Finley, who has planned the ambush, is posed as a friend, but his aim is to murder you. This man is masked, Daniel. Is such to be trusted? My thought is no. Otto, men, save our friend Finley from these outlaws. Stand right where you are. Look out. And leave your guns alone. There are no bullets in their guns. Righteous men do not need them. You mean to say you're not prepared to defend yourselves? That is right. No one has molested us but you. Graham, perhaps I can respect your thoughts, but I can't respect your actions. 
Now, stand there. If any of you move toward Finley, I'll shoot. Now, listen to me. I tell you there are Indians waiting to ambush you at the pass. How do you How know? would Indians know of our coming? Ask Finley that. Daniel, this man is wicked. He lies to you. What do you Daniel! What does he mean? The masked man holds a gun on us. But he sounds sincere. Shall we listen to him and place on him the burden of proof? Do that, Daniel. If there are Indians, we want to know the truth. Yes, Graham. Let me do what this man Otto has asked. That's fair, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Daniel, yeah. you hear that? Let him prove what he says. I'll do it. What do you propose, stranger? Leave your wagons in a circle at this point, except one. Have Finley drive that wagon. You and I will ride with him He's to see where he to goes. He's trying to trick you, Daniel. I fear no trickery, Finley. If he is right, and I am not of that opinion, then there's nothing to be afraid of. We shall go through the pass without harm. The other wagons can follow immediately after we've gone through. That sounds right, Daniel. Go with him, Daniel, or let one of us go. No, I will go myself. It is my duty. There are Indians. You'll have to defend yourselves. Be sure of that. You have ammunition? Yes, we have plenty. Prepare to use it, then. There will be no necessity. I'm ready, stranger. Finley is ready, too. Aren't you, Bart? The Lone Ranger had forced a showdown. Bart Finley was in terror of losing his life, yet he figured the Ranger would not dare approach the pass because the life of the masked man as well as that of Graham would be in peril as great as his own. So he decided to brazen it. All right, stranger. I'll prove you lie. I'll drive the wagon. Good. I'll be right behind you, watching your every move. A few minutes later, the covered wagon headed toward Gray Rock Pass with Bart Finley driving. The Lone Ranger, his gun hand ready, remained inside with Graham, directly behind him. A mile passed, and now the wagon was nearing the entrance to the pass. The Ranger had shown no signs of relenting, and beads of perspiration began to form on Finley's brow. Soon he was fearful. His fear took on the actions of trembling. Oh, 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 my. I can't. I won't go any further. What are you afraid of, Finley? Not Indian. No, no, it's just that... Listen. They've seen us. They're coming after us. Look, look! Yes, look. Riding down from the hills, Indians. There are Indians. Turn around, drive for it. They'll kill us all, all of us. You hear, Graham? You know that, Finley, because those were your orders, weren't they? Yes, yes, they were my orders. Only save me. Get us out of here, you'll be killed. No, no, don't! Oh. This is your trusted friend, Graham. Here, take it. I couldn't believe it. I can't believe it now, but you've shown me. And now it's too late. It's not too late. Grab those reins and turn the horses. I'll get to the tailgate and hold the Indians off. They don't expect guns. Get up. Turn around, boys. Daniel Graham wheeled the horses. When they turned, began to whip them as they headed at a furious pace to where the other wagons had formed a circle. The Indians were getting closer. While the unconscious Finley tossed from side to side in the lurching wagon, the lone ranger, resting on one knee, leaned against the tailboard and kept steady aim. As the first hard-riding Indians drew near, the masked man began to shoot. Not expecting gunplayer defense, the charging Indians slowed down when one after another their leading riders tumbled to the ground from their horses. We're making it, stranger. We're back. I know. I know. Get the ammunition. Pass it out. Pass out the ammunition. Who? 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 As the wagon came to a halt, the Lone Ranger ordered the men to take places in the circle of wagons. But first they rushed to where the bullets were being handed out. Get 
your bullets! This way! Daniel, you're safe. The masked man told the truth. Yes, Otto, all truth. But now the fight comes first. Where are my bullets? Don't fire till they're close. Make your shots tell. They will, stranger. They are good marksmen, all of them. You will see. So am I. Then come now, Kimasabi. Get ready. You keep an eye on the rear, Toto. Uh-huh. This is it, men. Get ready to fire. Ready? Fire! <laughs> Indians don't know what hit them, Toto. These men, good shots. Look. Look, Kimasabi. Man on gray horse riding round. Him, Blackfoot Pete. Where? There. Oh, I see him. Where did I get a beat on him? There. You hit him, Kimasabi. Him fall off horse. Give it to them now. Don't stop. Our chief is down. defense by the pioneers and the loss of their leader, Blackfoot Pete, had been too much for the Indians. Two days later, the gallant band was starting the last leg of the journey. They would reach Frontier Town that day. The Lone Ranger and Tonto, who had led them through the country to the spot where they now broke camp, joined the circle of people near the lead wagon. In the center were Daniel and Laura Graham and Otto Brando. Here are the two of them now. Graham, I've just finished talking to Shortell. He says he's ready to tell everything and will when you get him to Frontier Town. Well, him and wagon next to one where men guard Finley. We put him there. That is good. It is wonderful to know that the man has repented his evil. And a good thing he lived to tell us of the plot... Graham, make sure your men keep a sharp eye on Finley. Sheriff Taylor will take him off your hands when you arrive in Frontier Town. Men like Finley are worse than the savages who attacked us. My dear, they are a thousand times worse. They have the use of reason, a knowledge of good and bad. I believe that people of your kind coming into the West will do much to influence those men toward good. It, it is our hope that we may do so. You will. While you're influencing the white men who need it, don't forget the Indian. Not all of them are savage like those who attacked you. We are all human beings. Not enough people remember that, Graham. So when you're building your settlement, remember there are red men you can call brother, too. Those are words well spoken. And words we shall keep with us. You know, Providence has done many things for us on this journey. One of which was to prove that men must fight. No matter what is in his heart. We will put the guns away, though, when we have settled. Yes, Laura. But we will always keep them ready. Otto, we've been well favored, have we not? Twice well favored. Besides heaven, we also had this masked man. He were... But what happened? He's gone. It is his way, I'm told. To come to those in trouble and to leave when they are free of it. Is that so? But who is he? Didn't you know, Otto? Why, that is the Lone Ranger. Oh, oh, oh. 
This is a copyrighted feature originated by George W. Trendle and directed by Charles D. Livingston. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer.